Welcome to MotoGP Mac, where MotoGP fans congregate and fanboys fear to tread. How are you doing today, buddy? <laughs> Jesus, huh? You, I actually nearly believed you there with that one. Huh? <laughs> how, for how many hours this week were you practicing? You know, I was going to say, we're MotoGP fan. Go to congregate fanboys, we kick their head in. <laughs> yeah, with blunt objects. Ooh. Yeah, this has been a really, really strange week, Joe. Weekend off, no MotoGP racing mm -hmm. this weekend. Heading straight into a triple header with championship ramifications, which I'm excited about. We'll talk a little bit about um, in a minute. But I suppose one of the things oh, I want to talk and that about, Moto Peeps, folks, I gotta say that MotoGP rush or forty Sporta forty four or whatever. I want to go and light the place on fire. It, they, I, I have you as your good fans, and you have we have a good set of fans here. I hate to see people go over there, and it's such bullshit. Oh, they're committing fraud now, you know, and it, it's just unbelievable. It, it, mm -hmm. I just can't get into it. How much craps the guy's flinging? Why YouTube doesn't throw him off? I don't know. And I'll have like thirty nine thousand views. You know, it's it just. And it's all the same guy. Yeah. Ah, look. It you doesn't know, bother Mac. Me, it bothers. I hate to see you guys get lied to. It's, yes, it's, it, it it does bother me quite a lot. But look, I've, I've learned that, you know, there's not much you can do. I only report them every time. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, more interesting news than wasting time, airtime talking about those people yeah. is... Gigi has come out and give more insight into the engine regs for 2020. Oh, that made me sad. Dumbest Ooh. thing I ever walked. Do you remember that? Them days of the 800 CCs? Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. So apparently, um, there's three and a half teams that are agreed in, <laughs> in it. Um, I think Ducati is definitely one of them. Uh, I think. Um, I think Prilia are against it. They Worst want. Reason. They want. They want to increase the bore and keep the thousand cc, but increase the bore. Uh, KTM are kind of on board with it, uh, but not really. So, basically, they want to limit it to eight hundred and fifty cc's. Dumb as rock. That was the same thing. The board was bigger before, remember? Mm -hmm. And it, 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 the only thing it did was cost money, and it made it more dangerous. Because what happens is, instead of trying to make it's safer to try to make a pass or make up time on a straight than it is a corner. Okay, you're defeating the whole purpose. True. Look, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's quite interesting. Uh, look, no, this is very, very high level. Do you know what I mean? It's very, mm -hmm. very high level. Um, where where it is right now but i think it's interesting that they're going back down that now now pip Byra says that it, it is um that it could be probably a new thing but there is also um the budget cap coming in and there's also negotiations on negotiations underway to eliminate Sorry, to eliminate devices and limit winglet sizes. Oh. 
Nothing really that we didn't know, but yeah. It'd be interesting another, to see another going. Look, we remember yeah. Steve we had on here, the engineer, and the, what was Steve's oh. last name? Steve, the one we, we missed, the um, it, it didn't air. Oh, and what's his name? Uh, I think about him in a, in a second. He's a legend, right? And he's an engineer. Yeah. There's a doctor or a master's degree in, in, in engineering. And what did he say? Craig, Craig Scarborough. Yeah, we need more engineering and more tech, not less. If you want to make Ooh. it safer, you need more, not less. You know, that's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think, yeah, I think this is where I, I don't, I don't know, but I, like if they go eight fifty cc, yeah, it, it, I don't, I, I think it's interesting how they're how they're going to sell the idea. Look, and look, it's still in in conversation with the MSMA anyway, so. Yeah, we'll have to wait. You know what this sounds like? And you're going to yeah. think of conspiracy theory, but it sounds like they're trying to make it cost as much as possible to, to make Ooh. it part of a small, small company. Yeah. That's a, that so, has Yama written all over it. It doesn't. It doesn't because Gigi is the one that's driving it. Yeah. Oh, well, Gigi, I could see him. He he's so far ahead of tech. You know, what I mean, his his tech team he, so good. He 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 probably already has a fucking working engine yeah, ready for yeah. it. It is going on. Yeah, I can exploit the rules here, 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 and here. Right. Um, yeah. So look, it was part of was quite quite an interesting topic that that they put out there. Um, now Honda, who will take Mark Marquez's place? Um, I kind of thought it was nearly a done deal for. I thought it was a done deal, yeah. Now I'm hearing that um, Furman Algegar from Moto Two, really, is, is is a possibility name. They tried to talk about Marini, <laughs> and Pooch tried to talk to Marini at Thailand, but Marini doesn't have an ex escape clause from his VR46 contract. It's really kind of a um, a pick, I suppose. Who'd you put on there? Sorry, I'm drinking a lot of water lately. It's just trying to numb my tooth without taking painkillers, get me stoned. Yeah. Um, I so, yeah. like a white, wounded, wounded warrior, really. He has a toothache, and I got uh, golf stones or kidney uh, stones. It's not literally like the size of golf ball. In golf balls instead of kidney stones. Anyway, I finally yeah. figured out what the hell was wrong with me. After how you guys like how do they miss that? There's like, no just, fucking medical science in this world that will ever figure out what the fuck is wrong. Yeah, yeah, like that's a fucking yeah, that's a case. Get get rid of it. Um, yeah, but I find it very interesting that uh, it's not a done deal, and it tells me that they're struggling to find the right caliber. Now, I still think that they're 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 right going with someone young, hungry, so willing to crash. Yeah, you know makes a lot of sense it actually makes sense i don't want to say for honda and i wouldn't want to see another alien that'll step that'll actually put them back if if they have joe average rider now they're forced to say we have to make a better bike this will give them a better judge this will give them a, a a real um caliber of, of the bike in itself i think so too i think you know 
and it gives them an out to blame the rider rather than the the Joe. Like if they turn around, and they try to blame Mark or Fabio or one of these. They're like, if the whole world's going to turn around, and go, you're full of shit. Like Joe, yeah. these are fucking excellent riders. <laughs> you yes. know where they where they couldn't. Um, yeah, so they couldn't really. So I think I think it kind of gives them an out. The other thing I was talk about is the situation that if Martin wins the championship will he go to the factory team why not i say it yep yeah, i would and nini and i and i did not complain if he gets put down after if he gets if he gets put down to the grassini team after the year he's had or the primac team after the year he's had mm. i was thinking this too right but then i was reading an article there <laughs> And I love. I have to. I have to admit. I absolutely love uh, Carlos Perna. Right, he is Bastini's manager, and he's like, "Well, they reconfirmed him. You know, they've signed the sponsors based on him being in that team and him being in that team. You know, and realistically, if they wanted to try and do this, it would cost them a hell of a lot of money." <laughs> <laughs> it's just a pure it's a pure italian manager and think okay well yeah, yeah, yeah you want to do it you know okay fine well then we need it it's going to cost you lots and lots of money. which he doesn't have the best uh relationship anyway with with the uh, with ducati so i think it would be i think it and it's not like ducati has the big bucks either you know I'm not saying they're poor but they're they don't have the honda well, yamaha you know yeah, yeah, they 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 don't or they KTM don't have money. Huh? Or KTM money, or KTM money. KTM has some amount of money, especially as a like today's video is about a um Pit Byron giving insight into will he bring MV Augusta into it? He 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 said he probably will, but it would be after the 2026 2027 regulations. I told you, I told you on that when I was. Too much PR value to let you sit there and go to waste. Yeah, but he did mention within it, like he does realize that MV Augusta is now a, to say, Look, uh, a, a luxury brand rather luxury than a racing right. brand. So, yeah. Look, I think I think it'll be. I think it would be good. No. Hey, I know something that's affected the. Watch yourself. What might affect the uh, the brand? Um, Look at um, uh, Ducati going to the motocross. Mm. That could be a I killer. That, you know, it, you're not thinking that. about you know? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, actually, thought it was quite interesting. You know, what if I wouldn't? Probably not. But, um, yeah, the a powerful single-cylinder engine, but mm. that does not necessarily mean that it's going to win. And not in dirt, not in not in motocross. Well, they're approaching it the way they're approaching uh, they approach MotoGP. When they came in there, they only cared about the engine. They didn't fucking shit about anything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they they learned over time, and that kind of worked for them, I suppose. <laughs> when you look at yeah. it now, do you know what I mean? They don't, even, they don't even sell a, a. They don't. They're like KTM. They don't even sell a, a dirt bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But would would you buy? Would you? Well, sorry, a lot of people would just go buy one to have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I would do. Yeah, I might just buy one and then just look at it. Yeah, it's pretty in the corner. Yeah, you know, 
<laughs> waving it every time you pass. Yeah. Um, you, you know how many bikes I've had just to watch them. You know what I mean? The yeah. roar I had that bike, and that was that was the supercharged one. I didn't put my miles on that thing, and now it's in the museum, the Barber Museum, the supercharged American um, sport bike. Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> that thing was that superb bike. That's the best bike ever came out of the United States. Sport bike by far. I, I read a um a, a title during the week, and it's like. Joan Neer breaks down his wish list for 2024 Repsol Honda team teammate. And I, 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 when I read initially read that, I read it wrong. It was like, you know, he breaks down his wish list for the Repsol Honda 2024. It was like, stay on the bike. Number one, stay on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, and then I were a teammate. Like, ah, okay. Wait, but, shopping list. Yeah, Super. shopping list. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I stay on the bike, feel the front yeah. end, you know. Yeah. Blue ass to speed. <laughs> so get inside the top ten. <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, I, I, it kind of got me thinking then about John Muir. Like it's like it's a very sorry state of where he is right now. It's freaky, freaky. Like I remember Jack Miller when he was in Grassini with. Um, with Cal Crutchlow and he was talking to Crutchlow and he's like, before the race, he's like, I'm so going to go down. I'm so going to crash. Do you know what I mean today? Mm. I must be a fucking sinking feeling going out to go for a race, knowing that you're going to crash. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Um, Polo Spagro, I suppose, this is a really, 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 really uh, um weird one that he's come out and he's he's kind of blasted ktm management for how they've handled the whole yeah writer thing so yeah i just thought it was pretty weird that like you know he's still technically a current writer and right. given him wild cards and all these opportunities next year but then he's kind of come out and said you know well they didn't really fucking handle it right hmm. i think that being that his age and how long he's been in there, okay, I mm. don't, can't see a problem with it. You know? Yeah, but I think, I I, I personally think uh, that KTM got a bit too cocky and like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to get these these things, you know, and if we have, if oh, we have five yeah. riders, you know, five riders signed up, you know, then it's kind of a bargaining tool for us. But, I don't know. I just, you know, and I know people were saying, "Oh, no, in comments, that they didn't think that they were getting too cocky." And I was like, "They were because they knew that they had four confirmed seats, right?" They brought a um, what's what's the name, Acasta up. At that time, right, they had their four riders for next year because Augusto's contract wasn't signed. For 2024, they only mm -hmm. confirmed Augusto after Pedro or after Acosta. So for me, when I look at it, like yeah, they they got very over cocky because they signed five riders knowing they'd only four seats, and someone was always going to lose out. And was it is it just their way of getting rid of Polis Bagaro? I don't know. I think I I bet I I bet my bottom dollars that doing is told them. 
and we will maybe don't worry about it. Kind of blew smoke halfway up their ass. I, I don't feel like they did that. You know, Ooh. that with, with Dorna's track history. But I'll tell you what, as soon as they told me about that, I had visions in my mind of every time now, every time Dorna goes to KTM and wants something, they're going to be pricks and go, Oh, really? You want something? Hey, Gigi, what do you think about it? Oh, well, I'll tell whatever Gigi wants, I'll go with him. How's that? You, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, yeah, I think I, th- I, I think KTM would be a bit difficult for Dorna to deal with because they because of this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, they're gonna follow. Course. They're gonna follow Ducati's lead just to piss Dorna off every time now. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, maybe they're not as big a prick as I am, but. And <laughs> <laughs> um, that's some prick, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, no, I just look. I just thought it was a real um, interesting kind of like you would do it if you were fucked out of the team and you know you had no ride next year, but he still does have a ride with them, you know. Right. And you know, and a lot of people were talking about World Superbike. Should he go there? And I like, I don't even think he, you know, he's good enough test rider. Do you know what I mean? Danny's right. getting old. Do you know? Paul's yeah. getting old. Um, and I'll bet oh, you yeah. got a good paycheck for it too. Ooh. Well, Danny Patrol's it literally is worth his weight in gold. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> literally. literally <laughs> it's not a lot of gold. Uh, but no, he is like, he's definitely worth So you pay his weight in gold for, for sure to to have him. But like, no, look, I just thought it was um, it was a real interesting kind of comment out of poll um, for. Yeah, like yeah, it's not it's not a comment I I'd be well I would think that someone would make within a contract. Do you know what I mean? Right, it kind yeah. of shows you how pissed off at him yeah. he is. So yeah, so look it'll be interesting to see what happens if there's any kind of follow with with Hollis Packard on that. The other thing I want to talk about is this weekend we have a race in Malaysia. <laughs> So first round of the three race run into the championship. But what I'm actually really interested to see now, even though he is not my favorite rider in the world by a long shot, and I don't know, it's just some reason I cannot take to him. But we have Alvaro Bautista doing a wild card this weekend on the Ducati. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how he gets on there. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that well. He was doing he was faster than Piro. Testing yeah. the last time he tested. I never thought much of Piro. Yeah, but still, you know, if he can get within a second, you know, is he in the wrong league? That was the question that was being asked in World Superbikes last week. Well, I don't know if he's in the wrong league, but he could make a, he's, that's another one who could make a nice test rider on the way out. He's no mm-hmm. spring chicken. He ain't no spring chicken. You're you're 100 right there, Nat. Uh, but no, I think it'd be interesting to see it. Malaysia is also going to be a tricky one. I think, you know, um, we have like realistically, Baseki has to blow the fucking doors off the boys this weekend, or else his championship is completely over, over, over. Um, yeah. So, like, realistically, he has to, to. And yeah, I don't know what way Peko is going to 
attempt this weekend. We know practice one, he does normally doesn't go anywhere, but practice two, I think he needs he really needs to be on it straight away. Do you know what I mean? Um and he has to qualify. Well. But I'm not sure can he, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um Martin, I think Martin is starting to feel the pressure. He really, really is starting to feel the pressure now. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, well, it's always less pressure than than you're you're not the champion, or that you're not um, that you're the that you're the hunter. Yeah. Um, now everybody sees him with at least one hand on the on the on the trophy. So that's the he said he is the heir apparent to that title right now. In most people's minds, it says the yeah, lowest. Well, like you, you ask Mark Marquez and any of them, they reckon he's the man. Yeah. You know? Um. So, like, is that piling on pressure without piling on pressure, or what? You know what I mean? So, I think, I think it's quite. I think it's it, it's really, really. Um, we're going to see another level that we've never seen our Martin go to yet. I think personally. Ooh. You're talking some risky business there. If you expect him to make another step up, he just got he just got he just got uh, you know stable at this point. You know, consistent. Yeah. You're asking to make another step up. Okay, so look, when you're when you when you're racing, right, and you win your first race, you're like, oh, right. I won my first race, right? Then you win a couple of more races, and then the pressure of the championship. Of, yeah. okay, instead of now, okay, I'm winning a race. <laughs> yeah, I'm now winning a championship, right? And that kind of pressure, do you know what I mean, can at times be great. And at times it can be fucking absolute horror because when you when you battle for your, your first championship. You don't understand, I, I suppose, what's going on around you. Do you know what I mean? You, you're into the hype. You're hyped up. You're fucking psyching yourself up to vote. Where you probably actually need to be very calm, relaxed. Yeah. It's an old expression. Point, Most you know, people either excel when the pressure hits them or fold. One of the two. Yeah, but I, I, I suppose where, where I'm going with this is like you fold you can fold, but if you learn and understand how to deal with the pressure, you know where your circumstances are, what is going to happen to you. Like, I think one of the best things that Peko has had for him is having a good stable mate outside of Ducati. So, like, not, not necessarily Roxy, because I think... I think more people like Uzio or someone who have been used to supporting a champion. Do you know what I mean? In the way right. of like, here's where you go. This is what you think. Um, he was obviously nervous. Like you could see it last year. He was fucking bricking it going into the championship decider last year. And then yeah. I think that's going to be the same with Martin. I think as the pressure grows, we're going to see him have to, having to go to a different level. Maybe not go faster, but how he approaches it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, oh, I, I, I misconstrued what you said. I, I thought you meant he's going to have to go faster. 
No, he's going to have to. It's more mental side of it now. He's going yeah, to have he is to definitely going to have to keep that stability there. Yeah, you know? and like every, every, everyone knows, like winning your first race, the last couple of laps, you're pissing yourself with excitement. You're hearing things breaking on the bike or in the car or wherever it is that you're, you know, noises that were never there before and now we're fucking appearing. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh my God. And then you get across that hurdle and now as you go on to it, you question what's going on with your um with your bike whatever and then let's just say it comes down to you know you have to finish fifth he has to finish ninth do you know what i mean how do you manage that situation and i think that will play into peco's hands this year because he, he's used it like i think where peco is now is like if your man is faster than him he just lets him off and he's like okay today's not my day i'll fight another day do you know what i mean where but I can. that's that's where Peko's at now. Peko has to go speed up. He has to step up in his speed, right? He's at that right now. He's the one who has to step up and get be a little. He does. Yeah. He needs to change the game. That's what I was just mentioning a while, a while ago. It's like he has to come out in FP one and FP two. Well, FP two really, and hammer it. Do you know what I mean? Like he needs to start taking a little bit of the psychological advantage back off of Martin. So and did. I don't know what's been with him. This hasn't been that Martin has gotten I don't think he's gotten any faster. It's like Peko has gotten slower. Hmm. Right? So he has to get back it, to where he was. But in, in it's that can be frustrating too because you're going, okay, I've done this before. Why aren't I doing it again? What's going on? What's he lost the confidence. Joe, he's lost confidence from what I can see. He's lost confidence in the front end and breaking on that bike. Yeah. I was going to say, he lost that. It seems like to me he's lost the setup key. Something's missing on the setup. He's, just, he's not finding it where he did before. Yeah, exactly. And these are kind of traps that he's not, he's not used to. These are, it, it, at, at least you can call them uh, semi survival tracks well according to peko yeah. these next like the the last two tracks he was fairly strong at so he was expecting a good performance no he did give a good performance but martin was just fucking epic also do you know what i mean and mm -hmm. i think that's where he's how would i say after small but is that martin's level is has has massively increased um what we will, I think, I think, I think Malaysia will answer an awful lot of questions. We're going to know and understand where we are after Malaysia, if I'm very, very honest. Um, because at that stage, then what there was, oh, it was 37 points per weekend, you know, not a lot of uh points available, so one slip up. And I think this is where this is where I think Martin needs to learn to manage. Is like one slip up is in the championship. Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Do you know, like, how would I say if Peko goes into, just say for instance, if Peko went into a Valencia with a fifteen point lead, Peko could probably manage that out. Do you know what I mean? Because he understood from last year. This is what. Yeah. He so it's a good amount of points too. Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting. But I like I can't I can't wait to see Bautista just to see how how good he is because 
you know, they're like, there's a lot of people in, in Superbike sort of kind of no. world saying, oh, you know, maybe he should go back to MotoGP. Is he more suited to MotoGP? Is he just too quick for, for, for World Superbike? Yeah, yeah. Well, don't, don't, don't worry. Uh, Bruno will figure that out. They'll just hammer out those. The Japanese might win. Have to, the Japanese have to win rules. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, they put him. They, what it was that they put is put seven kilos on the Ducati now. So. Yeah, and the and the RPM. They hit him with the RPMs again. So, so then I think the next are going to chain to the the, the start finish line. He's got he's that's got that's the drag a trailer or something, you know. Yeah, can, um, yeah. It will be interesting. Uh, it was nice to see Johnny Ray actually on the um, Yamaha. It was odd, too. Mm. It was odd, but it was nice to see him, you know. Yeah. And it was kind of funny, actually. It kind of got me thinking, actually, as as we're there in it, right? Because obviously Top Rack was not allowed to test the BMW due to contractual reasons. Fair enough, I get it. You know, his contract ended on the thirty first or in thirty first of December, twenty twenty. That was a bullshit move, though, really. But those those things do happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but this is what I'd be very interested to see, right? And this is because we don't know, right? Honda say they gave permission to Mark to test the Ducati. I don't think. They gave him permission to, <laughs> to test the Ducati. Personally, I think Mark said my contract ends up on X days, which is the Sunday of Valencia. So, how do we know what who is telling the truth or who is lying? Do you know what I mean? So, how do you think? And this is the only way I can figure it out. How do you think we're going to find out if it he's still had in contract with Honda until the end of the year, and they've allowed him to test the bike, or? They even said it was confirmed that he's uh, he's allowed to uh, uh-huh. test the bike. But my question is: Is this just Honda PR spin, or is this Honda? No, I, I, I think that yeah, it, it it's both because what I tell you, they're still they're still eating shit for uh, holding Rossi back uh-huh. for Yamaha all those years ago. Now they're so like here, here, here is how I'm going to define how I would presume. If Mark throws his leg over that Ducati and there's one, even one sponsor on that bike, then Mark's contract is officially ended as of that day. And there was no permission needed from Honda. But they never, they, they never, I can't ever remember them switching uh, teams and ever having a... Uh... They do, yeah. They do, if their contract is, is, if their contract is finished at Valencia. Now, if Mark was, if Mark was... There was no, no there was no, there was no sponsors with Ray. There was, yeah. What? Where? Who was on it? On his leathers, on the bike. Have a look. I must be going blind. I didn't see it. I'm thinking back. Okay. We'll, we'll get you a free eye test. You're in the senior. Yeah, I, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. It looked so stark when I saw it. You know, yeah, it, it black. Like, it looked, but you can see, you can see Pata written clearly on the bike. And I, I saw. I remember seeing Yamaha across the back. It's back in huge letters, right? And that yep. was it. I mean, that's all I saw. Yeah, no, no, there was Pata and everything. Now, there's also one other thing that I really want to talk about. So, on Friday, today is Sunday. So, on Friday, on my way home in the car, I was in traffic. 
I wasn't driving. Um, and I just happened, because rarely do I go onto my own YouTube channel and check numbers and whatever. And on Friday, not sure if you can see this now. That, can you see it? No, 99, no, 99 something. So it's, it's 9,992. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, folks. I can only stuff the ballot boxes so much. <laughs> so this morning, I just said, ah, I'll have an old look. You know, you, you know yourself. So did we get one or two more, maybe? And the answer is no. We got a few more, and we're now currently sitting on 10,019. Oh, cool. So what are we going to give him? I don't know, because I wasn't expecting this for another week or two, two maybe <laughs> three. So they cut us with their pants then. So I think what I'm actually just going to do, right, and I think this is the only fair way, is that I can see a lot of subscribers that have their subscription visibility on. And what I'm just going to do is I'm going to take down all of those subscribers, put them in a hat, and pull a name, and we'll give them a prize. <laughs> so it could be... It could be the very, very first subscriber, or it could be the very, very last. Or you could give it to me, so it would just go around. <laughs> That's it. I, I can actually. I know, yeah. I think actually you 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 subscribed in the February that the channel was was launched. Yeah, that was really. I was one of the first. It was like three hundred people on or something again. Like yeah, yeah. So it was the February. So yeah, finally. I was kind of the other day, then, like, I was thinking then, again, I was out in the car, and uh, it's like, what do we do now? Mm. Kind of, it's kind of a, a goal achieved, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. We didn't think we were going to hit 500. Remember, no, I, man, I, I, and it's, it's kind of funny when it, because like, the first video that I ever did, right? I was fucking so excited about this. Like, I mean, fucking so excited. Balls to all, gonna do it. And I think in my first week, I got five views. <laughs> I, was I was fucking disgusted. I was just like, oh my God, oh my And then, and it was actually, Joel, it was actually, it was my own fault. I, I way overthought what, what I was doing in the video. We and, have over crashes in numbers. You know that? Hmm? Our numbers are higher than crashes. I don't think they are. I think, I think, I think crash. Um, yeah, look, I I stopped looking at other people's mm -hmm. content and, and channels. Being very, very honest, just because it was just driving myself fucking demented. Um, we have real numbers. We didn't, but we didn't bugger them or, or buy them or anything like that. No, and that's like that's the like the, that's one of the things that. I suppose I'm most proud of is like if a video did good, it did good, and if it did shit, it did shit. And there was no, um, nothing about it. Do you know what I mean? It, it'll do what it'll do. And uh, I use data to learn. Yeah, and we could have had more. We could have had more members. We could have had more mm -hmm. members. We we gave the boot to the few guys just being jackasses, you know. We could have, but we could have also. I could also sold out. 
and started writing oh yeah bs and yeah bullshit, bullshit titles and this that and the other and, that, and i didn't just to get clicks and that. but yeah so it's play both sides of the fence you know what i mean yeah yeah so definitely oh. have, have a few beers yeah did you see i want to bring up one not to cut you short one thing that got under my nerves this week was <clears throat> and a couple uh, members asked me what i thought about it was um casey stoner did you hear him spouting off now you gotta realize folks that casey stoner what he worked how long did he worked for tonda two years right after he stopped with them and yeah. then he had to have a job as a buyer's coach right they turned him down ever since they turned him down he has been the biggest prick in the world did, did you notice he is like they he, he accused Ducati of cheating. He tells <clears throat> everything. They, they can't do anything right. Can't do it faster. And now he's gone. Now that the now he's against uh, Marquez. He's gone. Marquez should have stayed with him. They should not have any um, uh, arrow. He should have stayed with Honda because he could have worked it out. I could have done it. He goes. I could have make it work with without arrow or, or you know, made the Honda work. Like oh. You haven't ridden in 15 years or some godly and how long has it been? The decade? No. You never had arrow in there. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Your ego was a hell of a rider, to be fair to him. Right? He was a yeah. hell of a rider, but, but he, he was, was weak. But he was he not. Was he, didn't, he didn't honestly, if you push came to shove, if you noticed the um uh, Rossi was faster. The Marquez would have definitely had more raw speed. Um and he's he's what he's gonna leapfrog over everybody as he's sitting there at a seat, you know. He's been so spiteful ever since they turned him down. So yeah, so Stone for me, I think he was a hell of a rider on track, if I'm very honest, right? Hell of yeah. a rider on track. Yeah, I'll give you that. But, but he never ever ever won the people, you know, and it yeah. was just uh and I think that's where his problem lies. So anything that he comes across and says is automatically taken as a negative from, from people, right? And I remember reading what he was saying about the Honda, and he was saying the Honda is not that bad of a base bike. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely fixable. And he just said he believed that Mercedes should stay with Honda. Now, he also said he could win on it. He could, we could win on it. Unless somebody else tap something onto it. His statement, yeah, which well, that's, that, that, that's a writer, like a writer will always believe, yeah, give it to me, I'll fucking fix it. You know what I mean? Look at Valentino going to Ducati, yeah, we fix this. Fucking no, I know, I know, <laughs> 15 minutes, yeah, 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 fucking couldn't. Um, you know, so look for me when I when I when I, I take it like a pinch of salt, you know, and there is a lot of negativity that surrounds, even if Casey's trying to be in a positive mood and, and and give positive reassurance out there it's never really taken up it's same it's kind of the same as Jorge do you know what I mean Jorge Lorenzo mm -hmm. um yeah, a lot of stuff Joe it's it's kind of funny that he was he was a, like a sub icon if you if you know what I mean and I and I think that if you look at so if you look at Giacomo Agostini comes into the room doesn't even need to open his mouth but he already has the room's attention yeah it's like yeah it's like oh my god it's terrible 
know what I mean? Everyone's like, you know what I mean? Everyone's hanging on every word that he said. Stoner and Lorenzo don't don't really have that. Do you know what I mean? Right, um, right. So it's just, I know it's just something very, very weird. Like Rossi comes into the room. Rossi has that. I don't know what is it. What would you call it? Charisma. Charisma or presence. Do you know what I mean? It was presence, just like. Yeah. Um, like I remember watching Giacomo Agostini, right? Uh, uh, and he was talking to Susie from BT Sports about something, you know, and uh, like Giacomo said something. Oh, he's like, hey, I don't know, maybe she will come, maybe she will not come, who knows, you know. And I was just I was talking about a, a, a scenario or a bike or whatever. And everyone started pissing themselves, laughing that it was like that he was talking about a woman about to come or not. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so much so that, like, you wouldn't like had to be on the telly, like, be like, you know, no, we're not going down that route. You know what I mean? We all yeah. know that he meant it in the clean way. You know, it was just, but it was just one of those things that you look at, and I'm like, like when you look at, at Stoner, I like Stoner personally. Uh, I think he was unbelievable like first lap in practice fast lap oh you know yeah I mean? yeah um, i'll give you that natural fast as hell um he would had balls of breath because he used to not even he didn't why he could win on the ducati is the ducati didn't have any feel but it had grip and he would just throw caution to the wind and say it's going to make it run a bend and he, he rode into the grip yeah and look like, you know, he, he's a worthy world champion. He he did it, you know. And, yeah, look, I think I think it's very easy for, and even for us, because we get shit about it as well, it's very easy to talk when you're not on the bike. Yeah, but he you was just mean? talking so much shit, like, oh, he should have stayed. He was really talking down Marquez and and, and, and Ducati and, 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 you know, the Honda has no right to say, oh, you know, we could have done it or, to this point that they've done anything right you know hmm. uh it's been one screw up after the other they're just plain weak there's just can't get anybody else to say it you know anything I else think a, i think you know i think i think though that there's just a fundamental a fundamental disconnect and you know i i, I genuinely look at it in the way of um it's it's hard to describe, right? Like the Japanese at, at this stage have have a, a way of working, right? Right. And if that way, that way is clearly now gone to the boondies. You know what I mean? It's yeah. fucking. It's fifteen years old. You and know, we're the only game in town. It's always looks. It's always easy to look good when you're the only game in town. Mm. You know, Ducati came in there and had nine podiums in their first year. If they hadn't went the wrong direction and we just stayed with a it went with a, a, a aluminum box section chassis. Christ, it had a you know ten. Stoner would have won ten championships himself. You know. Yeah, yeah, but look, that hindsight is foresight. You know what I mean? Right. And like they're like again, that's where where it's bookie site. Well, no, it's, it's not so like it's but it's even by the going the wrong direction, their mentality. Or the mentality that's now needed was still there, right? And that's what that's what I mean. It's like 
they were willing to fail and fail fucking badly. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To find the best solution. Yeah, which and everyone excluded them because they, they're just the solution wasn't there, and they kept beating a dead horse. Well, but that's different than to learning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were pushing, they were pushing the envelope or the agenda to to go and do this. And for me, when I look at it, you know, that was the breeding ground of of, of today's success, right? They, mm-hmm. they they did the hard yards. They learned by going the wrong way. But they also learned the new way of engineering MotoGP, which is constant evolution. Now, I was reading something where um, the likes of KTM have learned now that like they don't tend to bring five new things every weekend. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at least two or three things every two races. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of slowing well, down the evolution, but... Well, in KTM's case, you got to look at them and say, "Christ, they held on to the uh, a steel, a steel palace chassis, you know, a hundred horsepower more than it was ever supposed to have, right?" Mm-hmm. And you just kept slow evolution was their name of their game for the longest time. This is it was shocking to me that they came out with something new, all new, all revolutionary with it with the carbon again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now look, they're so far ahead of others again. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, they're gone backwards in frame and chat and in swing arm. Like they're both using aluminium, you know, frame and and things. So I think it's just it's just a very 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 weird weird situation that's tied to the Japanese. And I don't know. I think I think I think times are moving now. I think the Japanese have been made. I won't say pricks of, but pricks of. Um, in the way that their method of work and understanding of engineering in the way of um, testing and development in race weekends. Like, it's very rare now you would see Ducati put something on the bike and it goes slower. Right, right. Yeah. At least they at least break even, you know. I mean, it doesn't go, yeah, you say. Um, but they, 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 you know, Ducati got to watch themselves too, because with leery as hell of using anything as uh, uh, carbon because of the last burning they got, right? Mm-hmm. And here goes KTM, who if they unlock the the, the mystery of carbon, right, mm-hmm. they can do the the leapfrog that was always promised and be, you know, five years ahead of everybody. I don't know though with with with, with Ducati because I was looking at pictures of their frame again, right? And like their frame is very 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 thin, thin by the way. What? It's very thin, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I wonder is like, is this um, frame or is the engine still continue to be a stressed part of the chassis? I think so, it is. Without a doubt, so, everybody else has a frame with this thick at the bottom sections, right? Versus mm-hmm. like this. Mm. Well, that, one part of it where I was looking at it, it was just by, by the party, everyone it else, was, <laughs> but it's like five mil, like four or five mil thick. Like, do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, Fuck it, that's very, that's very, very thin. Now, that could be just rounded up there or whatever, but I don't know. I think it's um, pretty interesting anyway, but uh. 
yeah so friday practice malaysia who's your man you always hit me first you bastards you know what mm -hmm. i'm gonna go pack i'm gonna go i want to go Paco. i think he's gonna i think he's he's stuck between a rock and a hard place and he's gonna you know hang his balls out there and go for it I'm going to go. He's going to go like hell. Is he winning or bin it on Friday? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be either Jihadi. I think it's going to be Binder. He's fuck out to lose and needs to make a name for himself this weekend. You have been bouncing on Binder for a while now, ever since that guy gave you hell. Yeah. Or like, I no, but Binder, Binder has been knocking on the door. I'm just busting your shoes. Uh, he has been knocking on the door. Like, he is very, very fast. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. Um, does he have the bike to get him a championship? No, hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And you know, I've been keeping it real. So, yeah. No. Oh. Binder. Dead. Well, yeah. Well, did you see? Um, off topic, it just hit me. The um, they said the problem with the 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 proyo they they pulled in two times it has been heat. The, car, the engine didn't blow up or anything, but the engine was so hot that the, the beat on the bike was like a furnace, and they were passing out the, the, the riders. Yeah, well, that's that. That's, that Raul said it, and and Maverick and Elish said it, right? But that's an inherent problem that was there for for many years, obviously, because if Raul is on the old spec or Aprilia, I don't know. It's definitely it, I I have seen it. I have read it. You know, I personally kind of think it's more so the Aprilia's aerodynamics that it's pushing the air up into the rider, which we right. know that they shouldn't be. Uh, one degree in the rider is like half a second. So, yeah. uh, I think it's interesting, but I think it would be very interesting to see what happens this weekend. Will there be more holes in the Aprilia fairings or something? Do you know? But anyway. Yeah. They, they, I figured Honda fixed their problem. Anybody can fix it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And on that bombshell, we will drop it for today. And uh, again, thank you to every single person that has subscribed. It means an awful lot to finally get to that milestone. And uh, yeah, we will be back again on Mon next Monday after the Malaysian Grand Prix. Take it easy, guys. Have a good one. Enjoy.